Welcome to Content Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Khadija, and I'm a content marketing manager. This podcast is for marketers, either current marketers or marketers of the future, who are early or mid-stage and focused mostly on performing content marketing duties or thinking about exploring other areas of marketing. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and I look forward to our conversations. Hello and welcome back to Content Corner. It has been three months since everything was happening. Uh, since I was, you know, getting back into the swing of things, you know, started to have a regular cadence again, and a lot of things happened. Um, personally, professionally, this year has been a lot. So I just needed to take stock of everything, take a step back and realize that it's okay you know it's okay to not put pressure on yourself it's okay to take time to reevaluate things and yeah here we are so without going into too much about it um at the start of the year the second week of the year as i mentioned in previous episodes i was laid off from my content marketing manager role in tech took a few weeks there ended up in another role that one wasn't a good fit unfortunately um so that was an interesting period i was feeling very burnt out even though i was trying to record at that job i wasn't happy with how things sounded the quality of the content in general how i actually sounded on the recordings i didn't think i sounded very much into what i was doing i just felt like i was going through the motions and i didn't feel like it was fair to release that level of content to you folks just for the sake of meeting, you know, a deadline and stuff for myself. Obviously, I made the commitment to, you know, put out weekly podcast episode and everything like that, but just wasn't feeling right. It just wasn't sounding like what I was hoping to put out there. So I decided to take a step back and you know, went through my job search process, really took time for myself to understand what I wanted, get my next role. Now I'm kind of weeding out of the onboarding phase and I feel like I've found a really good fit for a role, which I'm very, very excited about. Things are super turbulent, you know, economically, you know, climate change wise, a lot of things are happening. I feel like there's so much negativity and so much bad news all the time. And it's just nice to, at least in my little bubble, feel like there is some sort of order and stability and no drama for a moment. Um, so I'm just embracing that and taking that for what it is. So, you know, we're gonna do something a little bit different today. I thought for this, instead of me just deep diving on you know, a thought or a topic, uh, I just wanna take a step back for anybody who might be rejoining or some new audience members and do kind of a Q&A episode. So on my Instagram page, I asked folks to submit questions, got a few submissions, so I'll start off with those. Um, and then I used basically the internet to find like a few Q&A lists that I thought were awesome and picked a few questions from there. Um, so I have 20 in total that I'm going to be sharing my answers to. And I hope this is fun for you folks listening. This is just a way for me to get eased back into things as well and get back on the mic. So um, keep an open mind here with me, folks. Okay, so one person asked, um, what motivates you in the morning? So to be completely honest, not much right now. <laughs> uh, I've been having a hard time 
the last few months really finding my get up and go and getting out of bed and having a good morning routine and all of that. Like I feel like I leave a lot of things down to the wire, but at the same time, um, if I had to say something that motivates me in the morning is the idea of having a good breakfast. I have always prioritized breakfast out of all my meals. I really enjoy breakfast. I love the, the process of making it. I enjoy pretty much all breakfast foods and I just love you know getting my fuel to start the day. So that I would say is my simple pleasure in the morning, but I'm motivated by the opportunity to better my morning routine going forward for sure. Um, someone asked how did I become a content queen? <laughs> Which, first of all, thank you. Um, basically, I think it all started um, as a kid. I've talked about this before, but I've always been into reading and, you know, the outlet that storytelling is. And then as I got older, I became into reading and writing, went on to study reading and writing essentially, you know, at a more formal level and realized not only that I enjoyed it, but that I actually was quite good at it. So just basically keeping it a muscle that I worked on every single day, kept strong, you know, not just writing, you know, in a professional setting for work, but also starting my own blog, you know, I've done some freelancing. So I've always found a way to put it in my schedule. Um, so just training myself up and, you know, staying consistent, I think is how I've gone to where I am now. And then another one that I got on an Instagram submission was, uh, what are the top three game-changing lessons you've learned on your marketing career journey? So there's been a ton, of course. Um, I've been in marketing um, for like formally and consistently for about four, uh, I guess four years in total between uh, when I first was working as a copywriter and then, you know, being around marketers as well, not necessarily in a formal marketing role, but in terms of actually consistently in a marketing role, it's been just over three years now. Um, and I would say that my top three lessons are as follows and in no particular order, but definitely getting to know other teams. Um, so don't be afraid to you know, break the silos and speak to other folks in the business that you're finding yourself around, even if it doesn't seem to make sense on paper. Um, it's always great to get other people's perspectives, really understand what they've seen has worked well, depending on how long they've been a part of the business. They might be able to tell you about some of the initiatives that have gone on on the marketing side, which can help inform, you know, maybe some of your plans going forward and gives you opportunity to build relationships and make voices heard. I found especially though, and I've said this several times, um, definitely make relationships with sales because even though you're in a more creative capacity as a marketer, you are just as focused on bringing in revenue, if not more focused, because your work is harder to prove the value of a lot of the time. Sales, it's like, okay, you're getting your quotas, you're bringing those deal sizes, you're building up that pipeline um, that's been worked on, right? And you know, you're bringing the actual revenue in like a literal sense, but as a marketer doing creative things and then having that translate into dollars can be hard to prove, even though of course there's ways to show the data. When you're saying it to people, kind of sharing your vision, it can be hard to justify things and hard for people to understand. But I think working with sales closely is one of the best things you can do if applicable to the type of organization that you're in as a marketer. 
The second thing I would say is having a system in place for requests and setting expectations on the time it will take for you to meet those requests. So I always like to have some sort of system in place for people to submit requests to me and then I can follow up with them. People are going to have ideas, you know, and a, a, like that's one of the dangers as well of building relationships and being approachable is that people will just come to you and just kind of expect you to drop everything and execute on that idea. So have a formalized system in place for people to request things from you and then set expectations in a very formal way through SLAs or whatever that needs to look like as to how long it takes from a request being accepted because not everything is going to be accepted to it actually being done. So for example, you might say an SLA for a blog idea someone submits to you is two weeks. Your SLA for a case study might be three weeks because you have to interview a customer and then you have to do your first draft, send it back to them for approval. Maybe their legal team also needs to look at it, right? So, and remember this is just, in this case, in this context, it's more of an estimate. Things could be quicker, things can take longer, but it's all up to all stakeholders involved to, you know, lift their their part and, you know, hold up their end of things. So you can only use control so much as one person, but having that expectation set out from the beginning will save you a lot of arguments and, you know, you always have something to point people back to so you're not having to keep repeating yourself. And then the last one I would say, uh, maybe one of the biggest ones that I've been trying to do in my personal life as well um, is being okay with saying no not yet or not my purview I think that especially when you're earlier in your career or you're new on a team you want to say yes to everything but the quality will suffer you'll get burnt out and that won't be good for you in the long term in terms of the image and the first impression that you've given people so you can say no to stuff if it doesn't make sense for you to be working on. Say that's not in your purview and don't be afraid to um, provide context. And you can also say not yet. Maybe it's something you can say, you know, we have kind of these priorities right now based on the strategy or based on, you know, conversations with leadership or whatever, but maybe next quarter we can revisit this. I'll come, I'll circle back with you at that point. I think just being honest, as some people might be a bit disappointed, of course, because they want to see things happen a lot faster, but it's just better that you set that expectation again um, so that way they know kind of the scope and then you know they're not sending somebody else to ask you the same thing in a different way or you're just avoiding those kinds of conflicts right so just being open with saying no not yet and not in my purview takes practice and even still I you know I feel very nervous sometimes but I just try to stick to it as much as possible okay so now for kind of the more fun questions I guess not that those ones weren't fun, but ones that I thought were fun because I picked them myself versus people submitting them to me. Um, so one was, what would your perfect Saturday be like? So basically my perfect Saturday is one where I'm waking up refreshed because I probably haven't gone out on Friday. I'm just kind of decompressing from the work week, maybe doing something relaxed. Maybe I have a glass of wine or something the Friday night. Wake up refreshed on Saturday, do all of the household things this is kind of the, the routine now give or take you know life happens so you can't always do it but basically changing the sheets putting on clean bed sheets doing all the vacuuming all that kind of stuff and just like getting that out of the way earlier in the day um and then you have the rest of your day to relax you know you enjoy your clean place going into the weekend and then you're excited for whatever your weekend plans hold but for me 
that's what at least the start of my Saturday would be perfect for me. Okay, next. Um, hmm. What's the first thing you do when you get home from a trip? So this might sound crazy to some people, but I love to unpack my suitcase right away, specifically the clothes, and get everything in the laundry. Because I have quite a bit of clothing, but I also don't have like a crazy amount, and it depends seasonally what that looks like. And I also just don't like the idea of like dirty clothes have been sitting in my bag for X amount of time, and you know they start to smell or whatever the case is. So I just like to get that cleared out empty my other bags like my toiletry bag shoes all that and then wipe out the suitcase that's like the first thing i do when i get home every time the last movie i watched so i think this was on monday um so a couple days ago now the last movie we watched was the worst person in the world which is a norwegian film uh so we you know read the subtitles um, it's kind of a rom-com but not in a cheesy way like i'm not really a rom-com fan don't come for me, it's just not my preferred genre of movie, but I really enjoyed the story of this one. It was essentially, without giving away anything, this is literally what the synopsis is if you go into Crave or HBO, It'll, that's where it's streaming for us here in Canada anyway. Um, but basically it's it's showing you know, the pr protagonist, she's going through a lot of life changes and she's questioning her career path, questioning what she wants out of relationships, and you basically just see her I think it spans maybe over like a, a 10 year journey of her kind of wavering back and forth between different things, dating different people. I'm not sure I understand the movie title yet because I think it's meant to be ironic, but you know, maybe I'll reflect on it further and you know, I'll take it in a different way. But I thought it was really good. I would recommend. Okay. What are your nicknames? So I have, I have a lot of nicknames. Um, most people call me Dij, which is like kind of essentially a play on the middle part of my name. A lot of people call me by my initials as well as KP. Um, I would say those are the most common ones, but I've had a lot over the course of my life. Um, are you a shopaholic? Um, so I go in waves. I think my fiance might disagree and say, yeah, you're definitely a shopaholic. Um, but I feel like it depends what it is. Sometimes I'm in phases where I just want to shop and there's times where I don't shop for months. And if it's any sort of big ticket item, I'm the type to put that in my cart and wait months, even years. Like there's this one item, the, the Ghana or Ghana, I don't know how you say it. I'm gonna say Ghana jacket from Aritzia, which is like a, basically a shacket, a wool shacket. Um, and I think I had it in my cart for um, like a year and a half. I was just waiting for it to go on sale and it just was one of those hot items that apparently doesn't really go on sale um other colors did that they were phasing out but the color i wanted stayed at its price um so i just decided to bite the bullet and i don't regret it i kind of just wish i got it sooner but it is what it is okay winter or summer so i can't really decide because there's there's reasons i like each one. So I like summer because I live in Toronto and Toronto summers are, from what I can tell anyways, probably some of the best summers ever. There's just so much to do, especially now things are more open. Um, it's great to be able to, you know, experience different cultural festivals, you know, go to the islands, you know, hang out, just be outside sitting. But I don't like being sweaty 
and I don't like being overly warm and uncomfortable. So that for me is a downside. Um, winter I like because I like cozier fashion. Like I love big sweaters. I love jeans. I love boots, all that kind of stuff. So for me, because of the fashion and also Christmas is my favorite holiday and it's in the winter, I'd have to pick winter, but I pick summer because of my current state of being. Phrases that I say often, um, it is what it is, is a big one. Um, I also say it's not that deep as in it's not that serious quite often too. So it's kind of a mixed bag between those two right now, but I, I come and go in phases for sure. Um, what foreign language do I want to learn? So I was learning Dutch probably a year and a half ago and I stopped. I'm still very, very elementary with it, but I'd love to pick that back up for sure. Um, the first three songs in my favorite playlist. So I actually don't know off the top. So I'm going to open it on my phone on the side here. Not that you can see that. And my favorite playlist, I don't know if it's like in general favorite playlist or like one that I've made, but my favorite one that I've made is called For Those Fun Nights. And it's just a bunch of upbeat tracks kind of from all over in terms of different eras of music some newer stuff whatever um and the way it appears on my phone the first three songs are unforgettable um by french montana featuring sway lee second is where are you now skrillex and diplo featuring justin bieber and then the third is the hills by the weekend so all great songs i still like all of them very much so happy with them being at the very top of the list i guess um next question are you ambitious yeah to a fault and i think that's what's been so hard for me over the last few months because there's so many things that i had on the go such as this podcast so many things that i still want to do but sometimes your body just lets you know that you need to take a break and for me it's hard to just sit and be and do nothing but it's something i've been embracing as well like kind of trying to embrace rest more and all of that so you know um, I'm still ambitious, but I also know that rest is imperative to reaching your bigger goals for sure, in particular. More creative or more logical? Um, I don't know if I'm more of either. I mean, I feel like because I'm in the space that I'm in, I would definitely say I'm more creative, but I also say I would approach my creativity with logic, if that makes sense. Like there's always a plan, except if I'm doing like morning pages or having some sort of brain dump moment, but there's always an order of operations to how I do things, even if the output is something creative. So I came into this episode, I have all my questions written down, the order that I want to answer them in, right? Um, you know, I have certain days that I plan out to write content for my blog. I have, you know, I always make an outline before I write a blog post. Like there's, there's never just like me f- free-for-alling it, I always have some sort of a plan. So I would say that there's a mixed bag there. I don't know which one I'm more of, if I'm being honest. Um, the best news you could hear right now, um, me uh, either earning a random like lump sum of money that I can just put away into my savings would be awesome. I don't think anybody would be upset by that, especially with you know the tough times that a lot of us are finding ourselves in and you know have to be more mindful about um or that the airports are are more organized and people aren't waiting a zillion hours and losing their bags i think because i i really want to go somewhere but i'm so not 
ready to deal with all of that crap that's happening at the airports right now. So those two things would be great. My first cell phone. So folks will have to Google this, I think. Um, but it was a flip phone, a black flip phone by Samsung. The model number was P207. So Samsung P207 was my first ever cell phone. And I still think it was one of my favorite cell phones because I loved the buttons. The battery life was insane on it. I feel like all Samsungs even still have an insane battery life. Um, and I really appreciated that. So that was that. Um, let's see what's next. Um, is it easier to forgive or forget? For me, uh, definitely forgive because I feel like I don't want to hold on to things. So I try to forgive people and I'm also not a forgetful person. So I've obviously forgotten some things. I'm only human, but I, I take a long time to forget about things, especially if they really weighed on me or, you know, it was about something really important or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't forget things easily. I, I almost always remember things. So definitely for me, it's easier to forgive. Okay. Um, a more very quick one, baths or showers. I think this is mood dependent, but if I have to pick, definitely baths. I love relaxing. I love a good Epsom salts moment. I love putting on a nice playlist, chilling out, you know, maybe have a glass of wine or whatever. I like to sweat out, sweat out my stresses <laughs> in the bathtub for sure. Um, who knows you better? Or sorry, the next one is who knows you best other than you? Definitely my, my partner. There's no question about that. Um, He's a very open, honest person. He's very um, communicative. And, you know, one of the things over the last six-ish years we've been together, like, for sure, I'm still working on certain things and I still have a lot of things to unpack and unlearn from, you know, different phases of my life. But he's definitely made me a better communicator. He always wants to talk things through. You know, we... Timing is sometimes different, but we pretty much always end up on the same page. And... He was very forthcoming in the beginning with basically things that he felt that I needed to know in terms of like, you know, previous relationships, you know, how he views the kind of, you know, big things that you should be talking about if you're entering into a serious relationship. Like I, I know a lot of things came out in basically the first week of us seeing each other. A lot of things even the first night when we decided that we were going to be seeing each other. Um, so you know, his vulnerability and openness has caused me to reciprocate at an equal level. And because of that, because it's always been very um, open and transparent between us, I would say he knows me best other than me knowing myself, <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, one more question. I think I got everything on my list here. Okay, yeah. So this one has like, it has a list within it. So that's why I wanted to leave it for last. And the question is five things that you want to do before the year ends. So it's 2022. Uh, we have a couple weeks, well, we can have essentially left in this month. Um, and these are a few things I would like to do. So I would like to hit my savings goal um, about halfway. And I didn't save for the first two months of the year. So to still be halfway is pretty good in my books. Um, I would like to hit that. Second thing is I would like to declutter 
our living space to the max. I feel like we already didn't bring a lot of our stuff, but even still, there's been things I've noticed we don't really use or we don't really need, but we also haven't gone through the act of purging and getting rid of the stuff to make more space. So I'd love to do that before the end of the year as well. Um, I would love to start some sort of online community. I don't know what that will look like or what platform it will be on or if it will be for work or one that I start for myself personally, but that's something I think would be a lot of fun. Um, I did try to start one earlier this year, but it didn't really take off. So I feel like where I decided to do it wasn't the best place. So it's something for me to revisit for sure. Um, I'd like to release my first ebook. I have a couple of topics in mind, a couple of things I've been working on. So just deciding which one I want to put my full force into and get wrapped up. So stay tuned for that. And then I would like to finish my interiors diploma. Um, I would have been finished so long ago, I feel, but I just like lost my creative motivation and I was very burnt out in the last like year, year and a half at different points. And it just, you know, as much as I love interiors and like I've done some work, like I haven't really immersed myself in it. So I want to be able to just like really make that a goal of mine to have done by the end of the year. Um, right now I'm signed up until the end of October. So I'm hoping I don't have to extend my deadline. I would really like to just be done the next three months, but you know, I'm also going to be down to with myself. If I have to extend it, I will, but that one is very big for me. So if I had to put them in order of importance, I would say finishing my diploma, um, hitting my savings goal, decluttering, releasing my first ebook and then the online community. So we'll see how it all goes. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you folks all tuning in. I hope you enjoyed getting to know me a little bit better, whether you're a returning listener or a new listener. And we'll be back next week with more marketing focused content for you folks. Um, so, you know, stay safe. I know that a lot of us are experiencing heat waves right now. So stay cool if that's you. And we'll see you next week.